everyone, and welcome to World Travel Escapes podcast, where we share our travel experiences on places we have visited worldwide. We're your hosts, Beth and Chris Doyle, and today we're continuing our Winetober, and we're talking about Sonoma Valley wineries. And the great thing about the Sonoma Valley is Beth and I have both been there before, so we hit some really, really great ones. I know, Beth, you're going to cover all those, but let's start out talking about an overall why we should go and what to expect when we go. Okay, well, Sonoma Valley is 45 minutes north of San Francisco. So if you're staying in San Francisco and want to go for the day, I think it's a great day tour. But I think the real thing to do is to go there to Sonoma Valley and actually experience it while you're in the winery area, winery region. It is home to more than 425 wineries and it's the prime wine producing region of California. The best time to visit is June and October because the weather is mild. It's not too hot, not too cold. You can walk around, you can enjoy the outdoors. A lot of the wineries have really nice outdoors areas where you can sip wine or actually get a fruit and cheese tray and enjoy it with the wine. So that kind of makes it nice. The most common varieties that are planted in Sonoma are Chardonnay, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Pinot Noir. But the area is also known for its Merlot and Zinfandel. Yeah, I think I remember when we went there, uh, it was a lot of reds over on that side. That, that's actually, I think, where I learned to love reds. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I like the Chardonnays on that side because we went to quite a couple of them that had really nice Chardonnays, buttery Chardonnays, because that area kind of hugs the Russian River Valley, which is really known for Chardonnay. Okay, so today what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the wineries that Chris and I have visited during our trip to Sonoma Valley. The wineries include Landmark Vineyards, Chateau St. Jean, BJB Winery and Cellars, Roche Winery, Deerfield Ranch Wine Cave, and the Ramsgate Winery, which are really, I've been back to a couple of them several times. So I think those will we'll cover those today. Well, I am excited to hear, go back in time and talk about these wonderful places we went to. It was such a fun trip. Oh, I know it was. I, I, I can't wait to go back. <laughs> All right. So get us started. Let's talk about the wineries. Okay, so the first one we're going to talk about is the Landmark Vineyards. This is actually the first stop we made. We did that the day we went as we hired a driver and the driver took us around to all these wineries because we knew we wouldn't be able to drive home for this. So, And you know what? That was the best decision we ever made. And let's keep reiterating to everybody, if you're going to go out to Napa, get a driver to drive you through. Even if you just do it for one day, that's what we did for one day was um, we got a driver and that was the best decision ever. This guy was so knowledgeable about the area. He tried to give us the history. We just wanted to know which winery we were going to next. But he did try to give us the history and it was we didn't have to worry about driving. Um, we could purchase wine bottles and he just kept them in the back for us and and he gave us suggestions. He actually, we, we had our plan set. And not only did we hit those wineries, I think, and he drove us to another other wineries that he was suggesting to us. And then he would call ahead and make sure our reservations were ready. So it was so it was flawless. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly. Great, great experience for us to have not knowing anything about Sonoma. <laughs> yeah. And all we had to do was literally like get out of the car and walk in the winery. And then he'd be waiting for us outside and just set a motion to us. So we just went to him. So really, we were able to do... All, both of us did full full tastings and yeah. really really at the end really needed him so it was a great idea I totally agree that was it was I think I highly encourage that type of experience for everybody 
Yeah, definitely. So back to Landmark Vineyards. Okay, so Landmark, um, they produce handcrafted ultra premium Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Now, when you're at Landmark, it's it's quite a nice entryway. It's a you know big white stone sign out front with a long driveway. You get in there, and it looks like a big courtyard, and the buildings surround the courtyard. And inside the buildings are different tasting rooms. There's a souvenir shop in there. You go into the tasting room, and is, there is a tasting room, I believe, in the shop too, Chris, isn't there? There was a- yes. I believe there was one, yes. So yeah, you can do the tastings inside. You can also do them outside. What I would recommend is calling ahead and letting them know you want to do a tasting and see which way, you know, which options you have for that day. We actually went there and enjoyed the Chardonnay so much, we actually bought a bottle. Uh, We had never had Landmark before. I'm sure a lot of people have had it, but we didn't have it prior to this. So we really enjoyed it. So we we actually bought a bottle there while we were there. So the next winery we visited was Chateau St. Jean. It's a historic Sonoma Valley estate and they have incredible vineyard views with a dramatic mountaintop backdrop, lush gardens, and the elegance of a 1920s chateau. Yes, let me just say, this was the one I was most excited to go to over there, and it definitely did not disappoint. I agree. Yeah, that was a a really nice stop that we had. They have wine tastings on the patio and other outdoor areas, which make it a perfect place to go to. You can sit there and enjoy your wine while looking at mountains and gardens, and it's just very relaxing. And I do know right now they do offer virtual wine tastings, which I think would be an awesome idea if you have a group of people to get together. You just give them a call, let them know how many people there are. They send out kits and then they schedule a date where you have your wine tasting with with somebody online, like a Zoom meeting. Yeah, that sounds like us. Uh, I definitely think we'll be trying that. (laughs) So their wines that they make there are the Cabernet, Chardonnay, and Pinot Noir. And we enjoyed the Chardonnay at this place as well. Yes, I agree. The Chardonnay was probably one of the best ones out there that we tried at at this winery. I agree. So I would highly recommend that you visit this winery. Um, You'll enjoy it immensely. I promise you. (laughs) The next winery we visited was VJB Winery and Cellars. This actually was a winery that we just happened upon and we didn't really know about before we went. So we went there and when we walked in the winery area, it was actually a big piazza with tables and chairs so you could sit down and enjoy lunch, which was a surprise because we'd never seen a winery with a restaurant style thing in it. So we decided it was lunchtime. We would go taste our wines and then we'd come out and we'd enjoy, you know, a pizza or something with a, with a glass of wine. Uh, the way I remember it is we had been to like two or three wineries and we went to this place and we were in doing the tasting and our driver came in and said, don't you girls think you should eat something? <laughs> That's kind of how I remember it. And I'll be like, oh, no, we're good. And I was like, well, maybe if he's suggesting that we do, maybe we should. That's how I kind of remember that, Beth. So I think we like, yeah. like, oh, maybe we better eat something here. We were pretty involved with tasting wines. And the wing- by the way, the tastings aren't just sips. The tastings are like pours. Oh, yeah. They're like full pours. They're like yeah. full pours. And you get four to five glasses of a pour of pours to taste each winery. You could actually share pours. You could if you wanted to. But well, Beth and I were like, oh, no, we're not sharing pours. We didn't understand that when people we people were suggesting to us to share pours. We we're like, no, we want to taste our own, you know, but um, we're here to tell you that uh, you can share pours and it's probably better to do that. But, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to get like the full experience the first time. And now that we've had it, we probably would share the next time. <laughs> Well, now that you mention it, I do remember our driver mentioning at the beginning of our tour that we had an aggressive itinerary. 
Yeah, that's right. I said, we better get going then because we got a lot to see. We had no idea. We had no idea how big these, these pores are going to be. We just sort of, we're all in. We're all like in our own pores. So yeah, it was probably a good idea that the driver suggested we have something to eat after this tasting. <laughs> so the Chardonnays we had there were good, but we actually had the red. The red at this place was super good to the point where we actually bought a, a membership <laughs> and still get the wine delivered to this day. That's right. Every quarter. <laughs> But it actually was very um, impressive. And we actually ended up taking a, the wine that we liked. We tried, I think we tried four of the reds and one white. And we really enjoyed the reds. So we decided for the um, red that we liked to get a glass and take it outside and sit down at the table and actually have pizza. And we had a vegetarian pizza and it was the best pizza ever. It was so it was. good. It was with tons of avocados and tomatoes. And I've tried to replicate it at home. It was so good. Yes, it was it was the best experience we had for lunch. So if you're looking for a lunch area to stop at, this would be a great place to taste the wine and have some lunch. That one is a, a is one of my favorites. Okay, so the the next winery we were going to go to, the driver actually suggested to us this winery because he said it was something that was off the beaten path, something that we would never normally try, and he wanted us to kind of experience it since we like Chardonnays. So the name of the winery is Roche Winery Vineyards. So we go, we went there. It was kind of a small area, but there was a lot of people in there. So we finally got the tasting done. We actually split the tasting at this one because we thought, you know, let's calm down a little. So we went in there, tried it. The winery was, the wines were very, very good. The Chardonnays were excellent, which we ended up getting a bottle of Chardonnay from yeah. there. So yeah, we I remember kind of, that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So we kind of were excited that, you know, we actually went to an off the beaten path and really enjoyed the wine. So that yeah. was kind of a, a unique thing and i do know that now they have to offer food pairings um, with the tastings so that's kind of an experience that you can have there um, but i do highly recommend roche winery which is a unique winery okay so the next winery we're going to is called the deerfield ranch wine cave it's a very unique wine tasting because you do it in a cave and it's so the the coolness of the cave it's rounded like you're in a, in a cave the roundness to it at the top and it's got a lot of barrels that line the inside of the cave but the area of the cave that you taste in looks like a giant living room with couches and chairs all over so when we got in there we had a reservation so we walked in and there was like no tables to sit at for the taste any kind of a tasting to sit down or anything and we're kind of confused because we said where would we sit so there was this round table set up kind of close to the bar i think it was kind of like a uh barrel table like a, oh, like yeah. a high top barrel table i think with a really cool chair sitting at it yeah, it was a really cool little table set up for two people. And the chairs were like, almost like they were cowhide chairs in the back. And we're like, oh my gosh, you get to sit at this person. And it said reserved. So we're like, oh wow, lucky this person. Yeah, we were totally like envious. Like, God, I wish we got that table. That is like the best table in the whole room. And yeah, oh, we yeah. were totally envious because nobody greeted us or anything. So we were just kind of looking confused, I think, at that point. But we really, really wanted that table. <laughs> I know. So we finally went up to the bartender. And we're like, is this table reserved? He's like, yeah. And we're like, is it reserved for us? And he goes, which is your name Doyle? And we're like, yeah. He's like, yep, that's your table. And we were like ecstatic. We were yeah, like, I, think we, I think we were jumping up and down like that. We were so excited. This is going to be our tasting table. Yeah. So yeah. And the wines in there, they were good. So we enjoyed, enjoyed our wine tastings. And then we really enjoyed after we had the tasting, just walking around the cave and looking up all the barrels and it was kind of different rows and different cutoffs and legs of the, the cave. So it was very interesting. It was. And, you know, I think I remember at this one, the driver had to come in and get us. He did. He, he was, was, <laughs> we were, well, let's go. Let's go. We got to go to the next place. 
Well, I think we were running late to go to the next one, and a little stop off at Roche may have kind of let us yeah, <laughs> a, little, think, a little late. Yeah, I think so, so. We ended up, yeah, so he actually cut our, our little visit short, but we really, I would highly recommend this just to go to the wine. I know you can go in the regular building and go down into the wine cave, visit, um, and you can taste in there upstairs if you want to, but this is a great place to do a cave tour. I agree. I think um, of all the wineries we visited out there in the Napa area, Napa, Sonoma area, that this was definitely top five, one of the top, my top fives. Right. And if I can remember correctly, the cave was shaped in a wine glass as a wine glass shaped cave and it's into the grand room. So I think that's kind of a unique experience. I really do. But make sure you make reservations ahead of time, though, before you go, not the day of. The day of, you can call them, see if there's availability, but more than likely, no. Okay, so the next winery we're going to visit, and this actually is our last winery, is called Ramsgate Winery. This winery is one of my favorites. It is on top of a hill and it overlooks Sonoma. It overlooks, if you know about if you watch IndyCar, it overlooks the IndyCar track. And I think they do NASCAR there because when we were there, they were practicing some, so it was like a NASCAR cars that were out there oh, um, yeah. around. So I think they do NASCAR there too, but it's literally like right there. You're standing there and the car is like, what, 500 feet from me? Like it's really close. It's really close. And they have, you know, all the hills. It's fun. And they have lots of seating outside for tastings or just chairs that you can sit in to enjoy your glass of wine. And you know what? I remember it kind of reminded me of like if you were going to go to a bar that it was like indoor, outdoor, open air kind of bar that had like a patio outside. Then inside it had like a bar set up with bar stools around it. And then there was tables set up. So it kind of was like almost a restaurant-y bar, but open air, huge, big one. It was, yeah, it was, it was just a lot to do. You could do there a lot of different experiences you could have. Well, with our experience here, we did the wine and food pairing and this actually did bites of food with a wine and what it should go, should go together. So we uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed. And just a reminder, um, when they say food and wine pairing, it wasn't like a teeny tiny glass. They brought bottles out, put the bottles on the table and we're filling our glasses constantly. And there was, we thought it was going to be like a big group of people doing this. And it was four of us, Beth and I, and like another couple. And that was it. So you talk about like private tour and all you can drink. I'm pretty sure it could have been all you can eat, but I think we were all just like, we're, let's try the next wine. Let's have some more of this wine. Let's kill the bottle. You know, that that's kind of like where it's the end of the day. So that's kind of like the level we went to. Yeah. For this though, we had to make an appointment ahead of time because it was such a specialty wine, wine pairing. So make sure you call ahead. I think they probably have a lot of different pairings they offer now, but that was the one they offered at the time. And we really did enjoy it, it was actual food, food, like steak and stuff. And also, I remember we went on a tour. I think the guy took us on a private tour of the entire place, the entire facility. So that was pretty cool because most of the time it's kind of self-guided. But this one, we actually had this guy take us around. Yeah, that was included in the price of the tasting and pairing. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. So um, this one actually is a, it's just, I would recommend going to this one. This is a very nice one to just go relax and enjoy the scenery, enjoy a nice glass of wine while you're, you know, relaxing. So one of the highlighted ones I would say to go to. Definitely. And, you know, just so you all know, before Beth and I went on this trip out there, we did a lot of research on the wineries and figuring out like what kind of experiences we wanted to have because these wineries are experiences as, as well as wine tasting but they are experiences once we picked out a car service that we were going to use to go to sonoma they assisted us in maybe making some suggestions that we try this one or that one or that this one was maybe a little bit better 
considering what experience we wanted to have. So getting a vehicle with a driver to take you also makes you accessible to the company that has the driver so that they can help you in the pre-planning. And I think it's very overwhelming because there's so many wineries out there. So I think that that was another reason why when we went with the driver, we thought we made some good decisions on wineries because they assisted us in making them. I remember that. Yeah, and I also kind of remember, didn't the um the driver people, the people that we rented the limo from, didn't they get us the reservation at Ramsgate? Didn't they? They like, did. So some of these people have connections at different wineries. So I think it's really helpful, you know, if you want to get into different places, and you know, they can suggest places, but they can also make the reservations for you. And them knowing the people, they might be able to get in fast, you know, better than you could. Yeah, and you know, Ramsgate. I remember we were running a little late because remember he came in the cave and got us, and then we were we were running late. And I remember him calling somebody he knew there to let him know we were running late. So when we went there, the guide at the winery knew we were coming and had been in touch with the driver and everything. So that to me was was perfect because we wouldn't have known anybody to call there other than like a main line. So that worked in our favor. I agree. Yeah, that was that was one of the best decisions we made. Okay, so um, so there's a lot of places we can stay out there. Where where would you recommend? Is there any place you recommend or an area or anything? Well, staying out there, there's lots of options. There's bed and breakfasts. There's resorts. There's little uh, Airbnbs. So you have so many different choices. Um, we stayed in Napa when we were there, but um, some of the wineries, I'm sorry, some of the hotels I saw was the Inn on Sonoma. And we looked into actually staying at these hotels. They actually include a breakfast for two and a wine and cheese mini picnic with fresh baked cookies. So that's kind of a fun thing to have. And some of the rooms have fireplaces. So if you're going in the months where it's cool and cold, fireplace is awesome to have in your room. Another place that I, I have looked into was Kenwood Inn and Spa. And it's a Mediterranean style resort. And it's designed with serenity in mind. The Mediterranean style inn sits on more than two and a half acres, surrounded by vineyards, orchards, and ancient oaks. Now these accommodations include a bountiful breakfast buffet each morning and evening of magic hour reception with wine and cheese tasting and fresh baked cookies. And you know, it's kind of nice that some of these places they do include the breakfast, the wine receptions and the and the cookies. I mean, when you come back from tasting wine, there's not a whole lot of stuff open. You just want to kind of relax and enjoy and you know, getting up in the morning, you just want to kind of have something to eat and not have to go find someplace. And the majority of the places offer a breakfast. So you just got to look for those ones and make sure when you're you're booking them you, you know if they have that or not. So right. And the other thing, um um, for everybody to remember is there's so many places to stay out there. Find something that's going to fit the style that you want. Beth and I did, we ended up staying over by Napa because we knew we were going to go to both places. But we also knew that the wine tasting and the wine buying and going in the vehicle and stuff, it does add up. It gets expensive. So um, there is a lot of uh, moderately priced options so that'll fit your budget depending on what you want to do. You just have to do your research and look around out there and see what fits your your budget. Right. And some of the places actually are on the winery property. Some of them are like bed and breakfast that are incorporated, you know, into the wine where you're staying and tasting at the same time. And I personally think that would be kind of a fun, enjoyable, maybe next time to go do that. So yeah, that would, that would, that is something that I would definitely recommend doing. Well, what about uh, eating and drinking? I know we can drink, but we're, we're what about restaurants and eating? Well, <laughs> many of the wineries serve food. For example, the VJB, the Piazza I was telling you about, 
and then Ramsgate with their tastings. They have tastings with lunch or dinner or picnics. They have picnic and wine tastings. And a lot of them offer the wine and food pairings. So check whatever winery you want to go to in advance to see what they have at it. Because if they have a restaurant there, then that's perfect for lunch. Or, you know, some of them have, a lot of them close by five o'clock. So you can't really find the dinners there unless they have a, a special thing going on and they're offering a dinner with a food and pairing or a chef dinner or something. So you can also look into that if you see a restaurant, you like, just give them a call and say, are you have offering a dinner any of the time that you're there? So, you know, if you're there for more than two days, you might have a better chance of getting a place that does that. There wasn't too many they had it when we were there. So we just went to the local restaurants. So one of the restaurants is called The Girl and the Fig. And it's um, located in Sonoma Plaza. And it fuses French cuisine with the flavors of California. They're really focused on locally sourced produce. And the dishes are varied, authentic, and they're very delicious. So it's it's very nice restaurant to go visit. And I remember this one came highly recommended. Because when I just heard you say The Girl and the Fig, I remember that it was a really highly recommended restaurant when we were there. So we did stop in there for sure and check it out. And it still is actually when I when I researched it, it still is a very highly recommended one. So I think uh, I would highly recommend that. The next one is the Sonoma Grill. And this is a kind of a unique one. It has a kitchen, a patio bar, brewery, and a beer garden. They have um, high quality steaks and fresh seafood and many other things as well. But that's the two things that they kind of highlight with their menu. So that was as a nice one to try also. So, you know, do your research on what you want to do. There's a lot of farm to tables and the farm to tables are fun because you can go there and you can see the grounds and they show, really show you where they grow the vegetables. And those vegetables are what goes into your food. So it's kind of a fun experience doing that as well. Yeah. And the one thing we found out there with the restaurants was, again, price ranges range anywhere from like Michelin star restaurants that are in the three, $400 a plate meals. You know, then you can get the moderately priced with great views. Like that's one of the things these wineries know people are there for the views, not only just for the wine, but for the views. And you can find some good food moderately priced so that you're not breaking the bank just to go visit Napa Valley and Sonoma. So just do your research, like Beth said, and um, you can find some places or ask the locals, like at the hotel you're at, uh, go online and say best restaurants in Sonoma, you know, something like that. I know that diners, drive-ins and dives have been all over the place out there, just so many different places. So there's lots, there's just so many restaurants. It's hard to even for us to come up with some to recommend because the ones we went to were so good. We never were disappointed any place we went to. I agree with that. Well, what, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to go back and reminisce over these memories we had in Sonoma. Just wanted to give a, like a quick little shout out you know i know they're having a lot of fires out there right now so you know our our heart goes out to all those wineries and all those people that are dealing with all the fires and um hopefully there's not going to be too much damage done and they will continue to thrive out there bath why don't you give us our final wrap up here on sonoma valley uh just a couple things i just want you to keep in mind i know some people are probably wondering do i tip when i do tastings and most people don't but you know it's not expected but they do accept tips. So if you wanted to, if, you're, if a server goes above and beyond, it's probably 5 to $10 is a nice range for a couple, but it's not required. And the next thing is I want to quickly touch on is a Sonoma passport. You can purchase this and what it is, it includes free wine tastings, two for one tastings, discounted wine purchases, free tours, and, and much more of what Sonoma has to offer. And then the pass is valid for two people through December 31st of that same year. And so if you just look ahead of time, go onto the website, look up the Sonoma passport, 
and see what wineries that they offer their tastings to and specials for. And if they fall in the range of the ones you're going to, that's a great thing to purchase. If they don't, then you might want to just try it on your own, but also look online for apps because there's a lot of apps that you could join that offer a free tasting if you do a picture of yourself at the winery or something. So it's worth it to check into. And the next thing, last thing I want to kind of recommend is get a sedan driver. <laughs> I think you should get a driver for you and your group. You can or, enjoy a bus, or a bus or a bus if you have a group. Yeah, I think you'd enjoy it much better. And with the wine tastings, tastings probably equivalent to about one and a half glasses of wine per person each place. So, you know, you don't want to be driving and being on the road when you're trying to enjoy this wonderful wine tastings. So I would just recommend that. I really enjoyed the reminiscing back to our Sonoma Valley vacation and our wineries and I enjoyed sharing them with you. So hopefully you will enjoy it as much as we did. Uh, yes, definitely. And thank you guys for joining us and have a great day. Thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe and support our podcast and feel free to leave a review. Also, let us know if there's a specific destination you would like us to talk about. You can find us on our websites at relaxandenjoyvacations.com and meetingplanningforyou.com. We'll see you next week where we will continue to share our world travel escapes.